this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. Friday, it's 19 August, year of our Lord, 2022. And guess what? It's actually the biggest political weekend of the year so far. Ron DeSantis, we just had the live speech of Ron DeSantis in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the uh, candidate uh, Doug Mastriano, runner for governor. A barn burner speech, all brag, no fact, just incredible. Our audience is still buzzing about it, still talking about it in all the live chats. want to welcome everybody over from Real America's Voice. What we're going to do now DeSantis is actually heading to Ohio where he's going to do a rally with J.D. Vance. This is all Turning Point USA. Uh, in addition, Saturday and Sunday for two solid days in Springfield, uh, Missouri, uh, we're going to have a uh, the Summit of All Summits. This is the Moment of Truth Summit put on. It's almost a year to the week uh, that we had the great, uh, the great uh, conference and symposium in uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that really kicked off the whole voter integrity movement. I want to go now to Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow. But really, I think people know him as the armor-piercing shell that has stood up for his country, and uh, and will not back down under any situation. Is uh, is Mike up? Can we pull Mike? Okay, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, there I can we hear go. You, Steve. How you doing? Mike Lindell, can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can. We're we're live. That looks here. fantastic. Explain. Put us in. The, Put 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 us in the room. Tell us where you are, where you're broadcasting from, where we're seeing you, sir. Well, I'm in the back of this room here, and we've got, um, you see, we've got a setup here for about uh, uh, 1,300 people. Uh, we've got a total of about 1,500 that'll be here. We've got an another room adjacent to this with nonstop food, Steve, for the two days. It goes from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., I don't want people leaving for a moment. There's another big screen in the other room. And um, so, yeah, it's really awesome. We have um, we have 12, 12 booths like this set up around with all the media. Um, and um, it's, uh, it's epic. I mean, it, uh, we, uh, this place is awesome. And uh, it's going to be the most important event, or if not one of the most important events in history. Okay, Mike, we're going to start tomorrow on, on War Room uh, Pandemic. Our Saturday show from 10 to noon is going to kick off the conference with me live. Tell, walk our, our viewers through what, what they're going to see in the first couple of hours. Uh, what, what do you, 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 you say that the first part of this is to go back to the beginning. That's and right. And lay out the predicate of everything that happened before we go into a state-by-state -state analysis. So, Walker, when you say go back to the beginning. Where is Mike Lindell going to take us? We're gonna we're gonna start on the the night of November third, and uh, and bring you all the way forward to present. But it's gonna be a little different, everybody. This is gonna be like you're you. It's gonna go back and discredit what the lies that were told back then. So I'll give you an example, Steve. So Jenna Ellis will be in that per in that first segment. She will be she will be getting up on stage and talking about. She did four conferences, press conferences, 
in four different states with Rudy Giuliani. And we're going to have her talk about, you know, what did she was she surprised that the media didn't show up, that uh, there was just a couple media outlets, that Fox wasn't there, Newsmax wasn't there. Um, and she's going to talk about, you know, what was she surprised that uh, like Doug Ducey called Arizona early when uh, uh, he didn't even bother and hear 10 hours of evidence um, Things like this, and we're also going to go back, like I'll give another example. Chris Krebs, when he said that there was the most secure election ever, and then we got him on tape actually saying a couple months later, the biggest threat to our country is China hacking into our elections. and uh, Or Bill Barr, we go back, everybody's heard the big Bill Barr lie. And then we got Bill Barr saying there's not enough to overturn the election, but we've got a letter where he's ordering other people to stand down, not to investigate. Um, we've got um, we're going to go back and show people how the judges, no judges looked at evidence except for one in Antrim County, Michigan, well, Antrim County, Michigan. Uh, Pat Kolbeck will be talking there. He's actually a, a bona fide rocket scientist. He, that's what he worked on was rockets. These are these are people from all walks of life, too, that had that all of a sudden got pushed, put into this uh, um a place they've never been before right after this election this anomaly of, of the biggest crime in history and and these are going to be they're going to get up there and say hey what was it like when no one believed you you're out there going hey this is um this look at this um this you know this really happened and then we're going to go back now knowing what we know now what we we knew then too but it was just never put out there it was put but hang but but hang but ho ho hold on a second you're going to have some other people up there. You're going to put us in the night. Jenna Ellis was kind of the uh, White House person, and she also had given. She had also had been around giving these presentations between November third. But Colbeck and the others. Are you also going to talk about the night of November third? And you're going to have people up there that are on state by state basis. Like how many people will be on the stage with you at the very beginning of this? The beginning there there'll be I believe there's seven or no there'll be about a. I think 11 called up because what it'll be, Steve, is like we'll go into you're going to get into now January 4th and 5th and you're going to get into January 7th. Very significant. The day that 1.2 million Americans lost all their platform from not just the president losing his Twitter. It was all between the 7th and the 8th. Uh, We're going to show what really happened when I was at the White House with the famous picture of martial law. We're going to talk about... um, um, the, what the significance of February 4th, when lawfare started in our country with Smartmatic suing Fox News. Very significant, Steve, because no one's ever been able to go on Fox, Newsmax, or, or even Salem Media and talk about election crime or the machines. Uh, we're going to get into the Arizona audit. Everybody heard about that. What really happened? The, the media told us, Fox News told us that nothing to see here. Biden, um, Biden won by extra, 12 more votes or whatever it was. We're going to have experts up there. They're going to say, here's what really happened. We're going to go back and debunk their lies, basically, a look, a look back, a three-hour look back. Because there's are things that the media constantly put out was um, his own, Donald Trump's own experts said this, and they, his own people that worked for him said this, and, and all the judges looked at all this evidence and no, the judges didn't look. They kicked it out on something called standing. We're also going to have Kurt Olson talking about the Supreme Court case. It was Texas versus Pennsylvania that everybody remembers back then. What really happened? What was behind the scenes there? Where is that sitting now? What, you know, what, 
what was the ramifications of that and where are we at now with uh as we move forward and also steve the each state that you heard uh um uh, like, uh, oh, it's going to come out like the Halder, or I mean, a uh, Gableman, Justice Michael Gableman will be on stage and he's going to talk about, you know, he gets put into this uh, investigation, a seven month investigation by Robin Voss, the Speaker of the House in Wisconsin. And and then what a shame. He comes out, he does all this great investigation. He comes out with a recommendation. Hey, we need to decertify Wisconsin. And what does he do? Robin Voss goes into, we call him blockers. He's one of the biggest blockers this country's ever seen. Uh, I think you go from a blocker to a traitor. He's right there. Well, anyway, what, what Michael Gableman now just recently, he was fired for that investigation. It's kind of like, Robin, be careful what you wish for, because there really was the biggest crime in history, Robin. And so we're going to go, all these things, uh, we're going to have the Racine County Sheriff on there. You know, when back in, if you go back a year ago, almost a year ago, it was all over the news. I think it was in September of 21. All over the news of this great sheriff that came forward and said, you know what? We have all these nursing homes and people that voted and they can't, they can't think. And these, and people were upset. And I talked to him, Steve, and he's, you know, we do hear the story there, but his big surprise is the media suppressed it. Fox wasn't there. Newsmax wasn't there. Why? And then they go to press charges against the WEC in Wisconsin, felony charges. But it gets covered up. The charges get dropped, and it's uh, it's disgusting. So this is going to be what the first three hours is, how we got here. What I mean by that, Steve, is how we got here is if those okay. things had no ha- if those yes. if those things had understand yeah. is yep, that with right. those eleven speakers and your and yourself and yourself as as kind of the master of ceremonies. What we're going to see in the in the first couple hours of the War Room show tomorrow, you live on stage 11, you will, before we go forward with anything else, right? you will have actually a pretty definitive record of what exactly happened on that night, taken all the way forward with, quite frankly, the most important personalities, whether that's Gableman, the sheriffs, Colbeck, right. Jenna Ellis, these people that were in the fight. And right. if any one of these things or any two or three of these things that happened, you got Kurt Olson thing that we'd be in a very different place, but we're not in a different place. We are where we are, but you're going to understand of how we got here before we talk about how do we go forward. So right, I think that, right. that is a fabulous way, and it may take us a couple hours to get there. Right, I want right. our entire audience to make sure you got the pen, the paper, take notes. We're right. actually going to put a pricey, tight pricey out later about right. what went on. So, right. Mike, and Steve, uh, so and Steve, me, Steve, after I want to after you wait, finish Steve, that, after you finish the couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah go Steve, ahead. I want to tell you this part. What I. This is what people really need to understand about those first few hours of how we got here. It's a miracle that that all happened. All the blocks and all the the media suppressing it, because if that all didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we're at in this great place we're at with all this that was exposed. God gave us grace for our great nation and our and people everywhere is because if we didn't if it would have happened right away and they would have looked into it, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a problem here. Uh, Donald Trump's really your president. But then we wouldn't have exposed everything else to because we all this had to happen just the way it did. And we're going to show people why that is. Now, the next part of that, we finish that. And so people know, OK, I got it. I understand how we're here and why we're here. Then yep. you're going to start on something that's never been done before. I don't even know if we got it done 
in the uh, in, in 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 the cyber conference in Sioux Falls. But you're going to give a definitive, and these are going to be people from the states presenting, all 50 states, exactly what their problems are, where they found uh, issues. They're actually going to put give the receipts, talk about numbers, and talk about exactly where we are on a state by state basis. Do I have that correct? Yeah, this is it's all fifty states in alphabetical order. Remember, Steve, when we had the cyber symposium, that symposium planted seeds, and they all went back to their states. Now you're going to see the fruits of that uh, tomorrow. You're going to see the fruits of that of in all fifty states where they're at with the with their machines trying to get rid of them, uh, where their lawsuits are at, what they found when they went out and canvassed. Uh, we're going to all these different things from. We're going to show it happened in every state. And this is as told by the people in their states. This isn't a, a lot of these aren't uh, experts. They became experts. These are housewives. These are brothers, sisters, people, um, you know, from all walks of life. And and uh, then they're going to show also how they have one thing in common, Steve. They've all been attacked. They've all been attacked in one way or another. And, you know, what a shame. And uh, but this is all going to uh, this is all going to be like a. Here's our problem. Here's our hope, and uh, and it happened right in your backyard. No matter what state you're living in. Look, look, there's a there's a story out today about Montana. I just want our audience to, to I want you to tee them up. Are they going to be shocked by some of the states that they think are the safest states that Trump <laughs> yeah. wins by big numbers? Yeah, yeah. Those... Are they are they going to be shocked by some of these states they think are the most conservative, the most red? Right. They're going to be shocked of how. Actually, elections have been stolen at, at every level, right. and that actually, they actually have a process and a machine of how to do that, sir. Well, the ones that come to mind right away are Utah, Alabama, um, the uh, Ohio. I mean, some of these states. Um, it happened in every state, but one of the thing a common thread through the 2020 election was all the non-residents that voted in every state. People are good people, Steve. They, that's, that was a big flag that read, raised my hand. I'm going, you know, that there's something wrong here. It could only be done by computers. 5,000 people didn't march out of, out of Georgia or into Georgia to vote. Uh, and this is a lot of this stuff is going to be just like what our great president Donald Trump had in his hand in the, in the, the best call ever with Brad Rassenberger, the crooked secretary of state of Georgia, who is a Republican, or he says he is, and he's there at that famous call where the president says, hey, you got all these non-residents that voted. They can't vote. You have people here that said that they're not alive anymore. They can't vote. Minors, uh, felons, whatever, all the way down the list. And he said, just give me a couple of these here. We lost by, it's the machines say we lost by 11,700 votes. And Brad Rassenberger says, well, those aren't the right numbers. And our president said, to his lawyer said, well, where'd you get these? Where? And he said, sir, we got them from Brad Rassenberger's office. And then the president said to Brad, <laughs> and the president the, the president said to Brad, Brad um, well, when are you going to give us the real ones? And, that, and you know what? He never answered that, Steve, because you know why? He had given them the real ones. These are the things, people, that every single person in this country can, is called FOIA requests. You go out and get them. In the last year and a half, Steve, I have voter rolls from every state, registered voters, the people that voted, what was taken off the rolls. I've had teams everywhere we've gathered this. So when you take those, now you know. You look at your own state and go, okay, um, gee, in um, uh, Alabama, 
I'll give an example. In Alabama, I went to their uh, Secretary of State, John Merrill, and I said, John, look at this. You have 3,700 people over the age of 110 that say they voted. You have all you have 7,000 non-residents that voted. And before I said the non-residents, John says, well, Mike, we live pretty good here in Alabama, don't we? It's not funny, John. You know, they, you know these, are, these are names that were used on a, to vote illegally, but the machine's just grabbing names. And every state, one of the common threads is the non-residents because they're just grabbing names, Steve. These people, they're not voting. People aren't voted in. They're selected by these machines. And this is, you're going to see that tomorrow by the state of the state address. Awesome. And you're going to hear the fruits of their hard work, like canvassing, like uh, when they go out and canvass. It, I can't wait for them states to, um, to show that it happened everywhere and in everybody's backyard. Mike, whatever he's asked me, I realize we're walking through this logically. One event follows another. I understand at the end of this, we're going to have a call to action for two hours. You're going to summarize yeah. people up there. But during the state of the states, people have asked me, are we going to come away with a level of comfort? Not just what the problems are and what they've worked on and what they've found, but are we going to come away with a level of comfort that come 80 days from now on November 8th, essentially 80 days from now on November yeah. 8th, that this is not going to happen that we're, we're that there is zero probability knowing what we know that we allow the democrats to steal this all important races at least at the house in the senate level sir you're going to at the by the end of this whole conference this summit you will walk away knowing that the only way this weekend fails is if people don't get the word out the call to actions we have set up for sunday night to the world to the country i mean um, work. Steve, they're going to work. 100% they're going to work. And when you say one of the things you're going to find out during this summit, this isn't just a Democrat thing. If there's a Republican, they look at Georgia, the triple count of crime. You've got, you got uh, Kemp, Carr, and Rassenberger. I mean, this is a uniparty thing. You're going to be a lot of this educated. Remember, Steve, for 18 years, the Democrats said they wanted to get rid of the machines. You cannot use the machines. We cannot use these machines. And the Republicans, nobody would listen to them. So this is deeper than just a Republican-Democrat problem. This is everybody's problem. And I want everybody to know that. But I will tell you, for this election, of the 2022 election, the people will be picking their candidates. That I can tell you. Um, we have a way to catch them. I'll give you one little thing for Sunday. We have a way now to know in real time if they're stealing it with the machines. And uh, just say, we'll show you a perfect example was Carrie Lake. They almost took hers down in Arizona. We have a way where you can get the, uh, they're called cast vote records. We're going to educate people on all this. You're going to come away with a confidence, a hope for our country. You're going to come away. The only way this fails is if people don't watch it. And in the aftermath, they don't get the word out and never let up on that gas pedal. Because everything that's going to happen this weekend, it's come to an apex in history. This is it. Every, all the people for a year and a half, everybody that's been doing things actually for longer than that. It's all coming to a head this weekend. And it's um, it's going to work as long as people watch. We had 4 million people watch the Cyber By the way, all the, all, all, all. All, all the all the all the uh, all the war room posse are going to become force multipliers during the 
opening two hours, which we're going to have our entire show tomorrow, Saturday show, is going to be Mike Lindell live from the stage. I will be interdicting into different uh, conversations and giving analysis during that two hours. Mike, I, I want to bring up a, a, an unpleasant topic in the state of states, but since you teed it up, you talked about the uh, the trifecta down in Georgia, Kemp, Carr, and Raffensperger. Yeah. You know, I, people are still very upset given all the work that was done by President Trump, all yeah. the work that was done by Rudy Giuliani, all the work that was done by the armor-piercing shell Mike Lindell. How was it possible that those three guys got back in, regardless of how weak Purdue uh, and some of these candidates might have been? H how did that happen? Yeah, Ryan, uh, particularly yeah, Jody yeah. Heiss, who actually is a pretty strong okay, candidate. Yeah. This is How very, did that? Are you going to show? Are you going to show yeah, tomorrow no, hold on, hold on. anything on the Georgia primary, sir? Yeah, this is a very easy answer. It rhymes with dominion. That's the answer. I mean, it rhymes with dominion. I mean, we are going. This is what this whole summit is. You can't have machines. There is a, you know, that's one thing. You, you know, you looked it, like I told, like I told Robin Voss. Robin Voss, the Speaker of the House, he's as bad as. Uh, Brad Rasper, uh, they're they're neck and neck. But um, yeah. uh, you have Robin Voss in Wisconsin. <sighs> I told Robin once after after Michael Gableman, Justice Michael Gableman had done his investigation, said you need to decertify Wisconsin. You know what Robin Voss told me straight up? He goes, Mike. He goes, my hands are tied unless I ever get a Republican governor. I said, Robin, you're never going to get one unless they want you to have one. But then I realized I was talking to them when I was talking to Robin. Robin is them. He's part of them. Rassenberger, Doug Ducey, Rusty Bowers, who we, I'm surprised Rusty Bowers that they, they didn't rig him so he would win down in Arizona. Another yeah. another uh, another, Voss trader, won by, another trader. Voss won by, what, 620 votes. One thing I want to make an announcement right now is that, uh, and we're going to talk about the trial of the machines, everything that Mike's doing, we have invited, and my team is reaching out, to consultants, to advisors, to lawyers, to executives at the at the uh, machine companies, we are inviting them to come on War Room on Monday all day, the morning show and the afternoon show, and Tuesday if need be, to refute or to bring up or to make observations. We know they're going to be watching every second of the of the summit uh, of the summit of truth over the weekend, and we're offering them the War Room platform. And not to debate. We're not asking to debate. We just ask them to come in and make observations about the information to be put out. Not one by the state by state analysis, all fifty states. Then the trial of the machines, the 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 film uh, selection code, and of course the the call to action. So we have. I want to make sure everybody understand that we're not trying to shut out the machine operators. If they want to come in and make observations, the war room platform will be there for them fully to come. Mike, and we've got I, a couple of minutes like in this to, segment. I, I want to talk about... And I'd like to invite ES&S to please sue me like Dominion and Smartmatic, and I'll even put up a template for you so you can save a little time. Remember, they're out of, they're out of Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> they're the hometown guys, right? They're, we're going to really do a whole segment on all the machines going back to 1998, everybody, so... I'm um, looking forward to some more lawsuits. So, no, this be, okay. Uh, b before we go to the break, we're going to come back after the break and talk about Sunday session. But I want to talk about this very special movie that you're going to show yep. at yep. the end of the first day of the conference. I think it premieres. It's going to be the world premiere at 7 o'clock, Selection Code. Yes. You have talked to me about this for months and months and months. A mm -hmm. top crew, uh, super talent. Just yep. walk people through. The, the trailer you cut is absolutely brilliant. But what do people – What? Tee us up. Where are we going to see in Selection Code? 
They well, it's a, it's part. It started out it's the Tina Peters story, and uh, by the way, a judge will not let Tina Peters come live to the conference. We are going to Skype her in, and uh, the people producers of the film will be here 15 minutes prior. We're going to talk about the film, the making of it, and uh, actually, it started out everyone with uh, Laura Logan and. Uh, her and I met last uh, January, I guess, in December, and she started out into this investigation, Steve, and she got, I just talked to her two days ago, I said, to, that, you know, it's been going on, she got so knee-deep, she said to me, um, this is back in February, she says, Mike, I can't find anywhere there's not crime, so it took her down all these paths, and she's actually up to her, up. so she kind of split off with the film, we said, okay, we're going to make the film here, and she's going on her this big investigation, which I can't even say the details. We are going to be doing another event, her and I, next week. But but the film crew that made this then, they're going to be here. And, and Tina beamed in. I have not seen it, Steve. I have not seen the film. I've heard from them that it's epic. It would be in theaters. This would have been a huge theatrical uh uh, film, but I wanted to, you know, give it away free because we got to save our country, and this fits right in with what we're talking about here. And um, it's selections instead of elections. Fifty-four countries, everybody. Fifty-four countries are have either lost their country or about to lose their country. The United States was number fifty-five to the machines. Gone. Your country's gone. They're never the people that selected are never going to vote the machines back in and say, or, or vote the machines. I'll say, hey, I guess we don't want those machines anymore. Let's have paper ballots and hand counted. What a concept! They're not going to do it. Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, hang on. We're going to take a short commercial break. So I just want to summarize. Tomorrow morning at ten o'clock, War Room Pandemic will kick off with live two-hour coverage of Michael and down on another eleven people, tell, walking us through exactly how we got here. How we got here, every every move that was made, every every lawsuit, all the analysis, all the audits, all the uh, all the forensic audits, all of it. Okay. Then we go into a 50 state review, state by state, by people, by by uh, voter integrity teams in those states to tell you exactly where we are. And uh, and quite frankly, how we're going to take care of November 8th. And then it's going to end with Selection Code, this incredible movie started by Lara Logan, but her film team. Uh, it's going to be absolutely incredible about the, about the machines themselves. Then we're going to come back, take a break, and come back for the next uh, day, and that's what we're going to review in a moment. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we return, we've got Mike Lindell. He is in Springfield, Missouri right now. The crew is setting in. This is load-in day. We're here, uh, Stephen K. Bannon, in the war room. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return in a moment. Mike Lindell, Stephen K. Bannon. The Summit of Truth, this is one of the most important weekends in the political year. It's what's going to fire us off the football to drive to 8 November, the day of, of victory. We're going to return in the War Room Battleground in just a moment. Okay, welcome back. Uh, you're at uh, War Room Battleground. It's uh, Friday, 19 August, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, Governor DeSantis has just left Pittsburgh. He's going He's going in route to Ohio. He's now going to have a rally for J.D. Vance. He's had a huge rally for Doug Mastriano. Somebody, I think I might have technically slipped up in, in my assessment. His speech was all fact and no brag. I mean, it was a very powerful speech where Governor DeSantis kind of walked through exactly what he's accomplished, the policies he put forward, it was incredibly powerful. And I got to tell you, I think it rejuvenated the energy in the Doug Mastriano co campaign as Mastriano had had such a uh, 
a tough primary fight. Uh, and now I think is firing off the football. Also, just an announcement came across while we were in break. Uh, President Trump has announced, I think on September 3rd, he's going to have his first rally, at least the first announced rally after the situation in Mar-a-Lago is going to be September 3rd. It's going to be in Pennsylvania. And it's going to be for Oz. Like I said, the all fact, no brag, a tour with uh, Ron DeSantis is now in Ohio with J.D. Uh, Vance. That is all Turning Point USA. This is really the biggest weekend of the political year. And what I mean by that, you got this massive rally of Turning Point in Pennsylvania for Mastriano in Ohio for J.D. Vance. Governor DeSantis uh, coming there and kind of laying it down hard. People loving it. And then you have in Springfield, Missouri, the summit of uh, of truth, or the most important weekend of the year for the voter integrity movement, Mike Lindell. So, Mike, we've gone through Saturday. It's a couple hours to tell us how we got here in the details so people can get up to speed on the lawsuits, the forensic audits, everything that happened. Then we're going to go through all 50 states, state by state, to see exactly where we are and how we're not going to allow this to happen again. We have this amazing movie, Selection Code about the machines then walk us through sunday sunday's also another tripartite you got three pieces to the day so walk us through what's going to take place the first uh the first two hours obviously we're going to we're going to have our prayer we're going to have pastor hank kuhneman he's actually he's on flashpoint a lot and uh and lance wall now there'll be um actually about almost two hours uh you could actually i encourage any pastor out there at beer church just to air this live stream it's going to be one of the best sermons or messages ever given i've talked to him what we have in the message is going to be where we're at biblically where how does this all fit together where we're at in this and the, where god's given us the grace he's given us to be in the what i believe is the best time in history to be alive because this is where history will look back and say wow everything had to happen just the way it did so don't miss that it's from 9 to 11 and then at 11 o'clock starts the trial of the machines and that will be for about eight hours straight now for the trial of machines walk us through what people are going to see i mean when you talk about eight hours uh it's a sunday in august how are you going to keep us on the edge of the seats what what are you what are you actually going to show because we understand this has been you know, we're not machine guys. And one right, of the reasons right. we're not machine was, guys, we're not yeah. just technically competent enough. I know yeah. you're obsessed by it. So what is the yeah. audience okay. on a beautiful Sunday uh, in the United States of America to be inside and to watch this? It's got to be super compelling. Well, what, well, what are you going to show us? First of all, you can watch it outside. It's going to be live streamed on frankspeech.com, everybody, on Lindell TV, nonstop. Grab your phone. Do whatever you are going to normally do. But you will. This stuff will stop you in your tracks. Be careful. You're not out or doing anything that you're going to be moving because you're going to go. It's going to be. It's going to shock the world. Okay. Seriously, you can sit. You better. You better be sitting down for a lot of this. Okay. Um, it's going to start out. Um, we're going to bring you back in time, actually, to the late '90s, and uh, we're going to go here. Where did the machines come from? What did they do? You know, other countries, uh, it's a little bit of the history. And we're also going to get into, remember, that, that the Democrats warned for t- almost 20 years till, till, till Kill Chain came out. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, that all the Democrats, even my senator in Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar, warned us of it. Kamala Harris warned us. But this goes all the way back to the late 90s. We're, all gonna sh- we're also going to show you where all these machines started. ES&S started in the late 90s. Who owns these companies? That's kind of, where did it all begin? 
is there George Soros money behind this or Lord Malcolm Brown? I mean, there's you're going to get a little history there. Then you're going to get you're going to have one, two, three. I believe it's 20, 20 some speakers, experts. But it's not this. You guys, it's not going to be what you think. Um, this is stuff that you've never seen before. This is stuff that we know now that we didn't know then. And uh, it's also, um, <laughs> it's going to be, put it this way, you're going to be, as the, as the afternoon rolls on, you're going to be on the edge of your seat going, and you're going to be going, why do we have these things? Why do we have these machines? You're going you're gonna to go through a lot of emotion of, of like, what, you know, why weren't they gone a long time ago? You're going to go through emotions of, of feeling um, um, angry. You're going to feel hopeful. You're going to feel, by the end, though, it's all going to be, you know, um, when we do the call to action that night between 7 and 9, it's going to tie this all together. I'm telling you, the trial of the but, machines but, 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 will shock be, the Hold on, before, 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 before we get to the, to the summary and to the call for action, yeah. I'm going to stay on the trial of the machines. Yep. It's, let me make an observation. This is not a criticism. It's not a critique of the RNC or the politicians, not, and certainly not a, a critique or criticism of you. But I do notice that at this conference, we have a ton of election officials and Secretary of State and the Tina Peters and the people. You're going to see many familiar names that have been working this problem since the evening of 3 November of 2020. I notice what we don't have is a lot of senior members elected officials of the Republican Party in either the House or the Senate. Uh, can you tell us why, why? And I understand you were very limited about who you can invite, but this oh, no. is not at the top. In fact, they just had a huge article in Politico how Kevin McCarthy's telling people, I don't want to talk anything about the 2020 election. I just want to talk about the future. No. What say you, Mike Lindell? I'd say Kevin McCarthy's a coward, and he's a, and I don't know what to tell you any more about him. He's a, he's a uniparty, I believe. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that guy. All I know is the legislatures, the Republicans party let down the Republican party. The legislatures let the people down. They, the Republicans have been the biggest blockers of the biggest crime in history. That's a fact. And I invited all of them here, Steve, on the federal level and the state level. I don't know who's all, I haven't looked at the list to see how many are actually gonna be here, but I'll tell you what they won't be able to do when this conference is over, when this summit's over, not one of them will ever be able to play the plausible deniability card again. That ship sails this weekend. So I'm telling you, if you're a Kevin McCarthy or you're one of these legislatures out there, on, um, whether at the state or federal level, you better wake up because the people are going to be coming to you and going, did you see the summit? And you say, oh, I didn't watch it. You can't hide anymore. This is going to go out everywhere. And you're gonna, it's going to shock the world. And, they, and maybe, Steve, maybe, now this would be a reach. I think it's going to be so shocking to that some of this that even Fox might have to put something out. But no, 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 that ain't going to happen. Um, but uh, I would hope that... Uh, that Salem media does. I would hope that maybe um, the bad media would at least somehow attack, but they're not going to be able to. One of the things is we're going to show that this is all. This is a people problem. This isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. This is all people. One of the things that this has done over the last year and a half is half is unite the people. This regime, what's in there now, that was selected. This uniparty, obviously it's a uniparty or you wouldn't have Republicans being the blockers 
of uh, un- finding out what happened in 2020 or looking at it and, and uh, learning from it. Remember, almost every state has a blocker, and they're usually Republicans. All five of the swing states, Steve, were all Republican-controlled. You had a Republican-controlled legislature that turned in their electors in, in the state of Pennsylvania, and they had more votes than voters. It's, it's, they got a law on the inside. It's in the Constitution. You can't turn in your electors if you have more votes than voters. you gotta, you got to look and see what happened, you know. If any company in the, on this planet had, the, had what happened with these machines and the stuff that happened, they would go, hey, they would call the machine company and say, what happened here? If it's a defect, let's look into it. And uh, we're going to show it's uh, all the legislatures. That's why I've said it, Steve. After this weekend, I believe the hope for our country is the judges. They have families, they have grandchildren, they have children, they have neighbors, they have friends, they have family, and they need to be encouraged after this weekend to, to be the judges that they were appointed to be just to look at stuff, to take it in, not kick the can on standing, not kick the can, say open up, say okay, just like we had the great judge in Arizona that looked at the first preliminary injunction. And by the way, everybody, he was an Obama-appointed judge. But he said, hey, I'm going to be a judge and look at the, I'm going to look at the evidence. I'm going to look at these things. Why should we run? Why should we have cars that people are saying have no brakes? And we're going to let our people drive on those cars with no brakes? Or are we going to look inside and see if that's true? That's what's happening with these machines and these computers in our country and around the world. 54 other countries failed to look at it. 54. So the judges are going to be the ones that get this country back, along with the sheriffs. The sheriffs, there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a piece on them too. That it's going to be amazing. There'll there'll be constitutional sheriffs there. Let me ask you, Mike. The the before we get to the summary and your call to action, do you hope? A lot of people say when we talk about 2020, what we do is, and this played out in the Georgia special election, you depress five or ten percent of MAGA. That is say, okay, you can't can't get guaranteed. I went out and voted for it. I'm not going to do it again. And that will really um, condemn us to lose. On the other hand, people say, no, this is galvanizing people. They got to get to work to stop it. And they understand they have to turn out to outvote the fraud. What do you hope comes out of? And do you hope that the election integrity and what happened in 2020 gets to the top, uh, the priority? Because we can do two things at one time, right? We can throw the Biden administration out. We can criticize them for their economic plans, for the, the the invasion on the southern border, the debacle in Ukraine, the failure to stand up to the CCP, all the corruption, the inflation, all of it, and still get the voter the voter integrity right. Uh, is that what you hope to do? You hope that this summit, 80 days before the before the uh, mid the most important midterm since 1862, do you hope to galvanize the MAGA movement to make this top priority and also to m- make sure that everybody gets out and votes? My, my top priority is to get rid of these machines forever or we don't have a country. But to your, to your point there, I will, there will be great hope when I tell you about our call to action. I'll, I'll give you one simple one, everybody. Let me tell you about if you go down to Arizona, this is why you all have to vote, but you have to vote in person. In the state of Arizona, remember I told everybody, we can now see elections being stolen in real time, and we're going to show you how we can do that in real time, everybody, so we know if there if there's an algorithm, like there was with Rassenberger when he stole it from Jody Heights recently, stole Tina Peters, Ron Hanks in Colorado. They went for they went for Carrie Lakes. 
But the word had got out there, hey, you guys, let's vote in person. Here's the way it went, Steve. We watched it get installed. 11 o'clock at night, um, Kerry Lake was down 10%. And you could just see him stealing that with all those mail-in votes and all that garbage. And the, the names are pulling from, a, from out of the air, these made-up names that these people that don't even live probably in Arizona. Well, it stopped. There at that point, they finally ran out of those, and now you the or the votes from the the, the, the same day votes started coming in, and T, and Carrie Lake's winning 70 by two o'clock a.m. she had she was up by twelve thousand votes. She had made up this huge margin. You know what they did? They stopped it cold and said, "Let's stop everything." Does that sound familiar, everybody? Like the night of November fourth. Stop the machine. Stop the presses. We got to go figure this out. They, but they only had 90,000 votes left to count. At a 70 to 30 clip, they had no idea what to do. They spent two days covering up the windows again in Maricopa County. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? That One of them suggested, now this is hearsay, but I'm sure they probably called up crooked Brad Rassenberger and said, hey, Brad, what do we do? We got a problem. We only got 90,000 90, votes left. Again. They're almost all for carry. What do we do? And Brad probably said, well, you waited too long. Brad probably said I had the same I had, Brad probably said I had the same problem down here in Georgia. This really happened everybody in Georgia on May 24th of this year. Three Democrats, this one lady, this nice lady and her husband, they wake up and they got zero votes in their own precinct. Zero votes. So Brad couldn't Brad couldn't deny that. Brad goes, hold it, hold it. That's a tough that's a tough conversation to have with your wife. Uh, hey, honey, I guess you, you don't like me that much, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, Brad Brad Rasenberger probably said, "Dang it, we should have gave him at least two votes for her and her husband, and we could have told him nobody likes you." But 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 Brad was caught. So what Brad had to do? They they get this. Everybody they looked inside the machines, and they go, "We you know." Wow. And they did it in two days. And they guess what? They found 3,762 votes for the nice lady. And she went from yeah. third place to first place. Two counties yeah. over, Steve. Another lady yeah. got 1,600 you, votes. You, 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 and she you're going to have to, you're gonna have to explain <laughs> to me why well, I'm in Missouri. You're going to have to explain to me so I can explain to my audience how... I can I can understand everything except two things. How Brad Rosberger the entire time never went below fifty one percent. But the one that gets me in MTG's no in MTG's district she wins I think seventy five percent eighty percent of the vote. Rathensburger wins with like fifty for six. I said I said that's just impossible. She said the opposite end of the spectrum of Rathensburger. Just no nobody. It just they didn't split the ticket like that. Mike, mm -hmm. take a couple of minutes. We got about five minutes here. I want to make sure you go. What's the call of action? You're going to summarize all this. Yep. Then we're going to spend a couple of hours on Sunday evening right. talk about the call to action. Yep. What is the call to action, sir? Well, the call to action, I'll tell you, one of it is one one easy thing is what I just told you. Everyone in this next 2022 election has to vote in person. That's a gimme. Even if you if you have a mail-in vote, you go vote in person. That's one thing. But that's just one of the smaller calls to action. We're going to have... Um, we're going to have the, the sheriffs on stage that uh, a lot of this is going to be from the ground up, Steve. We're going to tell you exactly what each and every person in this country can do. No one's exempt what you can do that day and, uh, and what you can do in your own individual county. We're also going to have what you can do in your state from the, I call it from the top down, which is the preliminary junctions with all the states. Um, and, um, and then we're, we're going to have probably about, 
five, I believe I have listed, calls to action. But these are things where it's not just signing a petition. You can actually get out and take action. This is what's really amazing. But you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to be educated on Sunday what, what cast vote records are and what FOIA requests are, things like this. On a FOIA request, everybody, I will tell you this. Uh, we've been... They're, the grassroots, the people you're going to see on Saturday, they've been doing this for a year and a half, getting this information that's that you have the right to get from the state. Now, Steve, some of the states were on to that, and they told the citizens, no, you can't have it, like the state of Texas. They told, no, 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 you can't have these records. I mean, the Texas did this for months. Well, the great Ken Pax and the Attorney General of Texas, this is breaking news, everybody, just two days ago, he came down and he did an investigation. He said, you know what? These records are the people's records. So he is going to change Texas. All the grassroots in Texas now can, are out there right now grabbing all these records that are critical to what you need to do before the 2022 election. It is critical. And so we're going to walk through my, everything Mike, all the, all the details. Last thing, how do people get there? For our audience tonight, they're going to come back and watch War Room Pandemic on Real America's Voice and, and uh, Lindell TV. But how do they get the 24-7, 48-hour direct coverage of this incredible event? What do they yeah, have to do? Yeah. Right now, everybody, go get the Frank Speech app or go to frankspeech.com. You go ahead and get signed up right now. You're going to have to do that. We don't have bots and trolls attacking. And you can live stream it. Right there, the 24/7 from Lindell TV, or we're on uh, Roku, and uh, but get to, or you can watch it on your app, the App Store. Uh, we were, we're not. On, remember, we're not on Amazon's Fire Stick because Jeff Bezos thinks that you should not watch Lindell TV. Um, that's just another cancelization there. Horrible, horrible guy. Mike, real quickly, we got about we got about two minutes left. Can you give us a minute? I'd like you to end this uh, with a short prayer. Can you give us a short prayer for our endeavor over this weekend, sir? Yes, Lord, we pray. I pray for everybody for not that we don't leave anything out and that every person in this country that will t- will take the time out to just spread the word, Lord, to spread the word. You know, we have all the pieces here and I just pray that everyone will spread the word to watch and I pray, Lord, that we've uh, that you I thank you, Lord. I thank you for giving us grace for this time in our country's history that they uh that we uh, that we on the night of November third and November fourth of 2020 that you that you gave us grace that we didn't and uh, and all the stuff that's been revealed and that you've uh, um, what's happened that is all it's all been on your timing Lord and we and we thank you for the grace and we and uh, I just pray that everybody out there I want to pray add another prayer real quick about people out there that are hopeless Lord touch the people out there that feel hopeless that. Uh, that uh, give them, you know, reach out and touch them now, Lord, and that they have, that they will have hope. And that they, if you're in addiction, by the way, go to lindellrecoverynetwork.org. I'll put that in as part of the prayer. That's a platform God's done. What he did for me, he can do for you out there. And uh, I just pray that everyone has courage. I pray for courage, that everyone can have courage and, and that they only have one fear, and that's fear of the Lord. And we ask that this event goes off with the, with the, that will be because it's the most important event that I believe that the Lord's uh, has put everything out here for everybody and and I just pray Lord that you protect us and that everything goes off the way it should be Lord and with your will we ask this all in Jesus name amen amen 
Mike Lindell, we'll be here in the War Room live with you tomorrow in Springfield, uh, Missouri. We'll see you then. Uh, the kickoff to the summit will start on the War Room pandemic tomorrow morning. Look forward to it, sir. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Mike Lindell. Okay, it's going to be power pack. We'll see you back here at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time tomorrow morning. You will not want to miss this. See you tomorrow.